plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. I hope that you are learning something new about your immune system and nutrition that supports your immune system and helps you deal with issues that might be caused by overreactive immune system, how to eat right for your skin, for example, like we talked about yesterday, and, uh, you know, psoriasis, acne, eczema, uh, and other similar health issues or skin issues, they're actually caused by your immune system, by your system being overreactive because of something. And that's something that we will talk about today, why your system can get or gets overreactive and how you can deal with that. About more practical aspects of uh, nutrition and healthy eating, um, when it comes to supporting your immune system, we will talk tomorrow and then probably continue the conversation um, about our immune system in more details next week with the author of this amazing book that we are researching on Food School Podcast, An Elegant Defense, the Extraordinary New Science of the Immune System. So today we are talking about, we will talk more about our immune system to understand what it actually does, how it actually works on a fundamental level, and how we can use that knowledge to improve our health, to improve our energy levels, and to thrive more and better as human beings. You know, immune system, it's very essential to our well-being. It's not they're just to fight off the infections, the potential viruses and threats. Uh, it's not just that fighting system. It's also the system that actually keeps our whole body, this complex system of bacterium, of our human cells, of our different organs and organ systems and tissues and all sorts of stuff that human body is. So uh, your immune system has to distinguish between that that is you, that that is not exactly you, but is beneficial to you, and or at least not 
harmful and that that is not you and potentially can be a threat and what can potentially have a threat and what already has a threat and uh, you know your immune system has to do a lot of work it's a very complicated system that is only now that only now we start to understand our uh, science start to understand and even today we as a society don't really understand exactly how our immune system works and how it distributes um, all these complex mechanisms in order not to only defend us, but also to keep our system in balance, um, figuring out what is harmful and what is not inside of our body, like, for example, cancer, a cell that can kill us, or outside our body, like, for example, some pathogens, viruses, or bacteria, or parasites that can come from outside of our body, from our environment, sometimes with our food, right? So our immune system is this elegant defense system, but also a peacekeeper and that helps to keep everything in balance. And what you want to especially understand today is why sometimes your immune system turns against you. Um, and why sometimes you get things like acne or psoriasis or eczema or uh, autoimmune conditions like uh, vitiligo or um, a lot of gut issues, uh, Crohn's disease, or um, a lot of actually gut issues, all sorts of, especially chronic gut issues, has, a lot of it has to do with overreactive immune system, immune system that reacts negatively as to a threat to your own tissues or certain maybe food particles that are not actually um, harmful, but harmless. So this is all because your immune system might get overreactive and overprotective. And how you can contribute to that? Well, first and foremost, is stress, guys. If you don't manage your stress and you live in a constant state of perceived stress, so you perceive the outside world or whatever is happening in your life right now as a threat, your body reacts to that with increasing inflammation in your body. And what inflammation does in your body most and foremost uh, for most is it signals to your immune system that there is a threat and it might be a life that the threat is the threat is might be serious it might kill you and so your immune system gets alarmed and starts seeking for that cause of that inflammation and when it finds none when you have no viruses no pathogens it starts looking everywhere it starts looking at the things at the at your own tissues or your own cells that behave in somewhat different way or maybe some food particles you know maybe lectins or those plant proteins that uh, plants create to defend themselves and they might not be exactly harmful to everybody or to your body in particular but your immune system, because they're a little bit different and might be a little bit harmful, um, but at the end of the day, they might be actually beneficial. So your immune system th thinks that might be that might be the threat. So let me attack that. Or maybe some of your gut cells behave uh, differently or in a certain way that trigger your over 
reactive over protective immune system. But all of that is caused by that inflammatory response that your body produces because you are in a stress state. And guys, your body, your immune system has no uh, idea what is in your environment that triggers that stress response. Like for your immune system, um, a virus, a bacteria, a parasite, chasing you lion or a potentially... um, potential loss of job that produce stress response for your immune system. There is no difference between those events. So your immune system has to react to inflammation no matter where it comes from. And that's why any kind of stress produces inflammation and that triggers your immune system. And your immune system starts looking for the reason why you why you are under stress. And when it finds none, a legitimate reason for you to be stressed, chemically or in some other way, it starts acting against what can be a potential threat. And that's why you might have gut issues or skin issues or um, joint issues, arthritis, uh, all sorts of uh, things, chronic diseases, chronic illnesses uh, caused by your immune system attacking you, attacking self. And all of that happens because of increased stress levels, because of some reason. And the reason might be different, but in our world, very often, the cause of the stress is not something physical, not something you can touch, but the cause of stress, the cause of inflammation is something you perceive in your mind to be a threat, or at least something that might cause problems or negative emotions. And if you don't know how to manage that mental state, the perceived stress, then guess what, guys? Again, your immune system will get more and more reactive, more and more in fight mode, and it's going to attack a lot of things. And a lot of those things going to be you. And um, that's why you might experience a lot of uh, autoimmune issues, a lot of health problems, your energy levels might be down and So many other things might go wrong when your immune system um, reacts not the way it's supposed to react to uh, harmless substances and harmless tissues or your own cells in your body. So that's the thing you you want to understand about your immune system. And another very important aspect of the work of your immune system that you need to understand, and it's not just about your immune system, it's also about your other systems. So your body is always does more just in case the perceived threat is bigger than your body thinks. So I'm going to give you an example. We talk a lot about blood sugar and the importance of controlling or managing your blood sugar levels in order for you to be healthy. And so uh, in order to maintain a stable blood sugar level, you need to be you need to be eating foods that do not produce spike in your blood sugar. And those foods are highly processed, highly sugary foods, you know, high in added sugars, high in processed grains. Um, so when you eat those foods, highly processed, high, with high sugar content foods, when you eat those foods, 
your body, your blood sugar spikes. It gets really high, right? And your pancreas overshoots or overproduces insulin to bring that blood sugar level down. And your pancreas, as I mentioned, it overproduces insulin. And why does it do that? Because it has no sense or it has no way of knowing how much sugar exactly is coming. Like, how much junk are you going to eat? Like, your pancreas has no idea. But in case you're going to eat more, (laughs) your pancreas overshoots insulin. So there is enough to bring your blood sugar down just in case there is more coming. And the same thing happens to your immune system. When there is inflammation, when there is something wrong going on, and there is a sign of inflammation in your body, your immune system overreacts. Why? Just in case there is some life-threatening virus or bacteria that your immune system didn't find yet. So your immune system also going to overshoot and overreact to maybe a food particle or a lectin or um, something else that otherwise, or maybe type of fiber that otherwise is really harmless. But because you're in that state of inflammation and because there is a sign for your immune system that something is going wrong, your immune system going to overshoot with the reaction, attacking very often your own cells, your own tissues, your own gut, your own joints. So that's what happens when you are in that state of stress, when you're in that stress of inflammation, or you do something that, like overtraining, for example, if you always do something that produces this small level of inflammation, but it's ongoing and you never recover, you always train, 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 guess what? Your immune system will work double shifts and attack everything and anything that can be that potential threat that causes inflammatory response. And that's why also, you know, you got to recover, you can't overtrain. If you want also to have your gut healthy, if you don't want to have some autoimmune issues, so recovery is very, very important and being able to control and manage your stress. So those two things you want to understand today, well, maybe not two, but you want to understand that your immune system um, is that's system that has to distinguish self from non-self, harmful from not harmful. Um, You want to understand that inflammation shows your immune system that there is something going wrong. And you also want to understand that inflammation is triggered by anything that is perceived to be a threat, like stress or any kind of stress. It has. It doesn't have to do anything with physical threat or um, some poisoning or some virus or anything. So your immune system is triggered by inflammation that can be triggered by stress levels. And overreactive uh, immune system can harm you. Can harm. Can attack your tissues, your gut, your joints. You know, arthritis, eczema, gut issues all sorts of things when your immune system is triggered by your inflammation. So that you want to understand today. Tomorrow we'll talk about practical aspects of uh, nutrition that will help you to, to 
bring your or calm your immune system down in order to heal your um, the, in order to heal the issues with or autoimmune conditions that you might have uh, or to bring the inflammation down. So about nutrition, diet, in practice tomorrow. Today, I want to also talk in talk briefly about this aspect of dieting or weight loss uh, that a lot of people either underestimate or get it a little bit wrong um, that doesn't produce the result that they want. And, to, and I'm talking about fasting, feasting, or cheat days on when dieting or for prolonged weight loss. Um, a lot of people underestimate the importance of actually doing what I like to call surplus calorie days, or basically when you eat more than while dieting for weight loss specifically. When you when you diet, your body, it's a stress for your body, first of all. Um, and also your body, your body's hormones change, elevating hunger hormones like ghrelin that make you hungry, um, depleting your fullness hormones like leptin that keep you full, that signal to your brain that you are full. So those hormones um, go down or go up to produce more hunger because you are losing weight, you're in calorie deficit. Uh, also, the amount of stress usually elevates gradually while you're dieting. That also doesn't allow your body to um, burn fat effectively, but also mentally it's becoming more and more difficult for you to stick with your diet. Like in my personal example, whenever I start um, my weight loss journey, um, let's say I'm getting ready for a photo shoot, um, my body progressively, as I lose body fat, um, well, not my body, but my, my brain, I myself personally start having these obsessive thoughts about food. And they disappear completely once I do my feast or surplus calorie day. And then when done smart, it allows me to get right back into fat loss, Face without really putting any weight on, but restoring my hunger hormones and my sanity and removing all the food obsessive thoughts. So the feast day or calorie surplus day, some people call it cheat day. I don't like to call it cheat day because calorie surplus day versus cheat day is a day when you add nutritious food, when you add more calories, you don't add more junk. Junk doesn't work for the body in any way. Like you got to eliminate it 100%, but calorie surplus, adding more nutrition, that helps, again, for you mentally to stick with your diet longer, especially if you need to lose a lot of weight and you're planning to do your diet for quite a while. So you need to do those feast days to make sure that you don't get into this state of obsessive hunger when you give in and eat everything inside. So you need to schedule and do on purpose your feast or a calorie surplus day. So it helps you to adhere again to your diet long-term. Uh, and then it helps you to restore your hunger hormones. So you are not actually hungry. And so you, it allows your body to continue burning fat instead of holding on to that um, because you're in a constant calorie deficit that is stress for your body. And is a signal that there is a shortage of nutrition. And, um, yeah, your body doesn't go into that starvation mode when you're um, 
metabolism slows down, when your body temperature slows down, when uh, your motivation to do anything slows down because doing anything actually requires energy and when your body in calorie deficit, um, your brain gets the signal that you don't have enough energy to do anything motivational or inspirational. So in order for you not to have all these negative effects of dieting, you got to schedule your feast or calorie surplus days. And uh, in order to do them the right way, first of all, you got to schedule them depending on, um, you know, in which states of weight loss and fat loss you are, you would do them differently, meaning the amount of food, the kinds of food, the how often you do it. So um, you might do them once a week. That's what I usually like to do or once in 10 days. Sometimes if you're really in with low body fat percentage and you've lost a lot of weight and it's kind of hard to diet, then sometimes you might do those days more frequently, but they're going to be not as uh, calorie dense as you as would days when, when you do them once a week or one in 10 days. So um, depending where you are, the frequency is going to be different and the way you do them is going to be different. You can also do, you know, carbohydrate cycling and calorie cycling. Our body in general works really, really well with, when cycles, with cycles, not with, for example, continuous dieting for 30, 60 days. That is like really, really difficult. But if you do them, let's say every week you have a day when you eat till fullness, when you eat enough calorie, when you eat more nutrition, when you give uh, your body uh, energy and nutrition surplus to restore certain things, you know, to put um, nutrients that your body might be missing in the places where they need to go. And anyway... Fisting surplus calorie day is a very great tool to maintain your weight loss, your fat loss, motivation, and progress to restore your hormones properly. Also for girls, for women, uh, to properly have your cycle and, again, not putting your body in starvation mode. So calorie cycling, carb cycling might be really, really great thing. So, again... Personally, um, I I have very low body fat percentage, probably most of the days between 10 to 15%. That for a woman is quite low. It's considered to be athletic body fat. 10% is considered to be an extreme. But I um, maintain and I keep my period because I do those cycling days. And I noticed very very well, that somewhere in the middle of my cycle, there are a few days when I'm extremely, extremely hungry and sensitive to any calorie deficit. And that, the period when you actually, (laughs) um, that's the time when you actually need to do calorie surplus, but do it in a smart way with healthy foods, uh, the nutrition that your body actually needs. Uh, And that allows your body to continue menstruating and continue its cycle. Whereas if you continue, you know, starving or dieting, then um, you might very well, very well (laughs) lose your cycle. And it doesn't actually matter how much fat on your body you have, uh, unless, of course, it's an extreme case. Anyway, so feasting day, calorie cycling, carb cycling, calorie surplus day, those are I would say a necessary tool if you're on a journey, a weight loss journey, um, and you want to continue to be on the journey and 
keep your physical health and also keep your mental sanity and keep enjoying your life uh, without feeling like you're hungry all the time, without losing your sleep. That can also happen with dieting. Um, without all the negative consequences or minimizing as possible all of them, that's what you want to do um, dieting. Um, you want to be on a diet, on a well-balanced nutritionally nutritional plan in calorie deficit, and then you want to have calorie nutrition surplus day or two, depending again on each case individually. And then you want to diet again, and then you want to do calorie surplus day. And sometimes you need um, a whole week of calorie surplus days. Again, depends where you are on your weight loss, fat loss, healthy eating journey, um, your, the mental aspect of dieting is just as important as physical aspect, um, guys. So, um, and if you have any questions, again, uh, reach out, Angela at Create Yourself That Today, the email you can find in the show notes, or you can reach out in any of uh, my social media channels, um, ask your question, and you'll get your answer. So feel free to reach out. And actually, I do want you to reach out if you have that question, because that will help you to make the progress you seek much, much faster. I have decades of experience, you know, myself and with working with people, uh, getting ready for competitions, changing my body composition, my body fat percentage in so many ways, going up, going down, you know, somewhere in between building muscles, losing muscles. So reach out. I'll give you a few tips, um, good advice, science and experience based advice. That's it for today, guys. Um, Immune system, it's an elegant defense system that you need to learn how to work with, especially in our environment with so many things that can trigger it and over-trigger it, and then you're going to have perpetuating health problems. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about practice of healthy eating or nutrition practice to help your immune system to get back into balance or to be at balance if it's already there. Um and that's it for tomorrow. And on Saturday, we're going to talk about nutrients, essential nutrients for life with one of the best voices in that field. So very excited about that. Stay tuned. Work with your immune system, not against it. And incorporate feasting or calorie surplus day to help you to make the weight loss, fat loss progress that you seek to make. Thank you guys for tuning in. Love you all. Wish you a wonderful, wonderful day. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.